Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 1st of November. A kick and a punch for the first of the month, as they say. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off as we normally do with the scores on the doors. And the Dow Jones closing up 124 points or 0.38%, 33,053. It had a high of 141 up and a low of 142 down, closing close to its high for the day. Held back a little bit by Caterpillar, which saw uh, a little bit of selling after its results. NASDAQ up 0.48 of a percent. 62 points, 12,851. And the S&P 500 doing better than both of them. No middle for diddle for this one. Up 0.65%, 27 points, 41.94. With the Russell 2000 up 0.9 of a percent, 15 points to 16.62. And the VIX volatility index collapsing on the back of all this breakout of optimism down 8.2%. SPY Futures on the ASX 200 up 35 points, building on that mammoth day yesterday when we had an 8-point rise after we got a little bit scuppered to some extent by those Chinese numbers coming out, uh, which did show that China remains a little bit of a problem for us. Resources were weighing yesterday. The resource sector down around 1%. Banks, though, did all right yesterday, up around half a percent. So expecting good things today. I would imagine the banking sector will continue to do quite well. Remains to be seen whether we can see the resource sector chime in today. Looking at US 10 years, 4.92, up 3.4 basis points. The two years up 5.08, 3.5 basis points. The Aussie 10 year, 4.979. Now that's pretty much 5%. That to me is going to be significant, I have to say. But at the moment, uh, the breakout of optimism in the US on the back of results certainly helping the, uh, the US markets and will help our markets today. And looking at uh, European markets, stock 600 up 0.6. FTSE going nowhere is dominated to some extent by miners and oil and gas stocks. The FTSE is not a great index. Germany up 0.6. France up 0.9%, Bitcoin up 0.7, the Aussie dollar 63.35, and the US dollar index back up 0.57% there. So as far as US stocks go last night, uh, we did see the likes of NVIDIA down 0.9, AMD results after hours, and it looks as if those results disappointed a little bit. Uh, Netflix up 0.4, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 0.5, Tesla up 1.8%, Amazon up 0.3%, Alphabetti Spaghetti down 0.4%, Microsoft up 0.2%, Apple up 0.3%, US banks a little better, JP Morgan up 1.2%, Bank of America having a cracking day up 2.5%, Goldman's up 0.9%, Morgan's up 0.3%, Citi up 1.4%, CBA overseas was down 0.3%, ResMed was up 2.7%, for those following the ResMed story, UBS used to be smart, down 0.2, Barclays up 0.7, and Deutsche at down 0.5 of a percent. 
looking at the stats for the US market in October, which is traditionally a good month, turned out to not be a good month. It was a three-month losing streak for both the Dow and the S&P. The Dow falling 1.4% in October and the S&P down 2.2%. NASDAQ was down 2.8% in October as well. So uh, there may have been a little bit of uh, end-of-month buying helping the US market. Of course, the big thing we have to look forward to is the Federal Reserve Policy Statement which comes out 5 a.m. So set your alarm clocks for that one, 5 a.m. on the East Coast here in Sydney and Melbourne and, uh, of course, elsewhere at slightly different times. But uh, on Wednesday, uh, they finish in the U.S. 5 a.m. Thursday morning and there will be a Jerome Powell press conference half an hour later. The FOMC has signaled that it will not be raising rates So the greater interest is on how high the bar is to get the FOMC to raise rates again. News out this morning, we've got Australian building approvals will be released at 11am and CBA expects a 2.5% rise in September after a solid lift the previous month. BHP also hosting its annual meeting, annual general meeting. At 10 o'clock in Adelaide, we've got Charter Hall Retail REIT, AGM, Cromwell Property Group, Domino's Pizza, Megaport Sims and Vicinity. Amcor and Janus Henderson are releasing their earnings results out today as well. In other news out this morning, uh, WeWork looks as if it's going to plan for bankruptcy as early as next week. Remember the great success story that was WeWork? Well, It looks as if that is all over as it heads towards bankruptcy. All right, looking at commodities last night in terms of the oil market, slightly easier on the back of, uh, I guess, uh, no massive uh, ground invasion happening and certainly no threat to supplies as yet, no regional pressures or countries being sucked into the uh, Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Brent crude down point three. Four of a percent, 38 cents, 87.42. Oil in WTI form down 1.68 percent, dollar 39 to 81.54. Gold eased back to 1983.7, down 12 bucks or 0.6. Platinum up 0.45. Silver down nearly 2 percent. The other commodities on the LME base metals all down. Copper down 0.26. Nickel down 1.6, aluminium down 0.8, zinc down 1.4. We had lead down 1.7 and ton down 3.7%. As far as iron ore goes, slightly firmer up 0.18%. Dalian iron ore futures also doing well, 2.2% higher. Uh, We didn't see much interest in uranium or lithium last night. As far as the commodity stocks overseas go, BHP down 0.9%. Rio up 0.2. We had Newmont down 3.2. Of course, that is now quoted in Australia. NEM is the stock code there. We had Glencore down 3.5%. Freeport McMoran down 0.8. Vale doing better up 1.2. And we had Arbemile down 0.5 of a percent. Livent down 0.3 and Piedmont Lithium unchanged. Sigma Lithium down 3.6%. Oil and gas stocks. Overseas, not a lot of change there. 
Exxon and Chevron pretty much unchanged, although Shell fell 1.5%. All right, let's run through some of the corporate news that's coming out from Australia this morning. Mineral Resources has disclosed a 19.85 stake in Wildcat Resources. Uh, that follows a crossing at 85 cents. Uh, that uh, is the draw card being the Tabba Tabba Lithium Discovery that Wildcat has made. WC8 is the stock code for Wildcat. Uh, Novanix in the, uh, the battery space has finalised a $100 million grant award from the US Department of Energy. Uh, so some good news there for Novanix. Uh, that uh, synthetic graphite is currently imported almost exclusively from China and uh, this is going to expand domestic production of high-performance synthetic graphite at its Riverside facility in Chattanooga in Tennessee for Novanix. New production facility with initial production target of at least 30,000 tonnes per annum is under the plan. Also today we've had some news out on quarterly house price growth losing momentum. Uh, National house values rose by 0.9% in October. That's up slightly from 0.7% last month, according to Core Logic. Other news out this morning. Uh, we've got some Sezzle uh, uh, September business update. Not that anyone would be too interested in that. Uh, IVE Group has completed its acquisition of Jack Pack Group. Looking at some of the broker moves today, Mader Group has been upgraded to overweight from neutral at Baron Joey. Uh, that uh, now has a price target increased to seven bucks from six dollars ten. We've got Dicker Data downgraded to neutral from overweight at Baron Joey. They've been busy this morning. Target increased to ten dollars sixty from nine dollars fifty-five. Origin Energy um, has uh, announced their Q1 production numbers. Uh, and also notes the Australian Super's intent to reject the takeover offer. So uh, that is uh, something that came out yesterday. They're obviously hoping for a higher bid, and they think currently the Brookfield EIG uh, consortium bid does undervalue the company. Uh, Temple and Webster has been upgraded by Jardins. It's downgraded to Dares, though. Temple and Webster upgraded to overweight from neutral, Target increased to $6.59 from $6.50. Well, that's a really big one uh, there. And that's a huge upgrade there. Nickel Industries upgraded to a buy, although high risk, from neutral high risk at City. Target decreased, however, to $0.95 cents from a dollar. Uh, we've also seen uh, City initiating uh, coverage of ABY, Kogan and Temple and Webster adore beauty initiated a buy, it's a high-risk buy, with a $1.25 target. Temple and Webster initiated a buy with a $6.50 target. And Kogan initiated a sell with a $4 target there. And Nanosonics upgraded to neutral from underweight at JP Morgan. We've had the Amcor numbers out this morning. Q1 adjusted earnings per share, uh, 15.6 cents. Market was going for around 15 cents. Revenue, 3.44 billion, pretty much in line. Adjusted EBIT, 3.58, which looks to be slightly better. FY guidance reaffirms adjusted EPS, 67 to 71 cents. And uh, management comments, we executed well in our FY24 Q1, delivering financial results in line with our expectations. 
reaffirming guidance there. In other news today, we've got ING downgraded to a hold from a buy at Bell Potter. The target, however, increased there to $3.95 from $3.90. That looks like they're fiddling at the edges there. And we also have um, some news out this morning from uh, St. Barbara, downgraded to neutral from Outperform at Macquarie. Target cut to $0.20 cents from $0.28 cents there. Dicker Data downgraded to neutral from buy at UBS. Target increased to $10.40 from $9.60. Well, that's about it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you. Hopefully, we'll be able to kick a little bit on today after that somewhat disappointing day yesterday. But, of course, the Fed very much in focus. And once the Fed is done, we do have the Janet Yellen and the Treasury talking about how much in terms of bond issuance they will be doing in the next quarter. But have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods be with you.